It wasn't as good the second time around. Well, of course, it's not going to be as good the second time around, but they don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> like how just like frustrated you're just like, of course it's not, but they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Another week, another salad. You are healthy listening now, I tell you. Jeez, uh, 37 episodes of this. That's like literally probably 36 more salads than I've ever had in my actual life. Uh, <laughs> is that healthy? <laughs> Jury's still out. But it's Trent here. We're back again. Happy to be here. Another beautiful Sunday morning. It's a trend. We are recording. Except, wait, it's not Sunday. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Right? <laughs> Caught in my is own Is it a act. trend? Who knows? I guess we've already bucked it. Um, we are here. More bite-sized takes. And Zach has some beef. Going to be honest. Uh, not a lot of super inspiring stuff out there right now. Is that is that bad to say? Can we say that? I don't, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> we've got four pretty good options pretty good options we're excited to talk to you about um that made the salad cut and uh, we're gonna dive into those now we're gonna talk about another burger king ad because of course obviously we have to burger king's killing it Uh, we're gonna talk about a mcdonald's ad we're gonna talk about a wendy's thing we're gonna call it an ad specifically because you'll see why stay tuned and we're gonna talk about sprite so really we have just the fast food menu today (laughs) (laughs) With uh, healthy listening, but not healthy eating. Um, <laughs> so we're going to dive into it. Um, we're going to start off with the Burger King ad, Zach and Cole. I hope you're ready because the Americans oh. were not. Um, what am I saying? You might ask. Well, this is uh, for uh, Burger King Mexico, and it is done in partnership with agency We Believers, um, which they believed that Americans would not succeed at eating the mango habanero king. <laughs> a quote uber spicy burger now in classic burger king fashion which zach will talk about because it's starting to feel commoditized or not commoditized but uh prototyped um (laughs) templated is a better phrase for it perhaps but um it's essentially just user-generated content watching people in the restaurant eating these burgers and it's all american tourists they eat this burger and they're like reactions vary from holy fuck or holy shit i can't handle this burger it's like essentially like <laughs> which, my which they actually say holy spicy. shit yeah they swear in it which is pretty As good well. we're quite profusely in this ad. um it's don't watch it with your yeah or watch it with your kids and teach them what the real world sounds like but um <laughs> <laughs> and then shove a spicy burger down their throat <laughs> oh my god gotta raise them young um essentially though it 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 promotes this new burger and uh, it, it it essentially shows american tourists freaking out not being able to handle it and then juxtaposes it with regular locals eating the burger like it's nothing like they're just like what (laughs) (laughs) then ends with this guy saying fucking gringos or something like that and then it says only for mexico at the end (laughs) which is pretty funny um they're only for mexicans yeah. yeah um it's funny it's cool you know uh but zach what is your bite size take on it and obviously, I know you have feelings, so I'm going to give you um, a minute and a half. How about that? Whoa. <laughs> Spice things Wonderful. up here. Um, when actually watching the video, I think it's great. Um, it's another just very entertaining look at Burger King and what they've been doing. Um, 
I, I love the tie-in and I love watching the people's reactions. I think it's very effective to utilize the user-generated content uh, as Burger King has, but also as you brought up, Trent, and this is not speaking directly to this ad, but just to what Burger King's doing is they've they've kind of been known to be moving at you know the speed of culture. That's yeah. always been for Machado Singh, um, which is awesome. I think the one downside of that is in doing them so quickly, uh, I think we're starting to see a lot of uniformity or a lot of templated stuff. Uh, you know, this is just another Burger King ad where we've got uh, a product that's uh, being released or being promoted uh, and they're using the people eating it in the store and their reactions to create a piece of content, uh, which, like I said, is a really great tactic. However, to me, when I'm seeing it for, you know, like the third, fourth, fifth time when they're doing different sorts or different iterations of this idea, it starts to go a little bit stale, in my opinion. So I really like the spot if it were in a vacuum. But to me, in the grand scheme of things, I'm starting to get a little bit tired of watching that same sort of executional user-generated yeah. content totally approach Kinda over and over again. Really do it, it, you know, it does feel a little bit stale. Uh, unlike the burgers, I, you know. <laughs> um, what do you think, Cole? Or like or like the burgers. Or like the burgers. Wow. Shot of you going to come on the show and defend yourself? Yeah, shots fired. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I, I really do. I, I feel like I end up saying this a lot, but you know, I, I really do agree with Zach on this one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, it's, I, I think that it really is something that we've seen a lot. And I mean, the Burger King, what they've been able to do with this sort of format is some really cool stuff. You know, obviously their net neutrality, their, um, uh, you know, they did a, they did a lot of different sort of ads that kind of had mm-hmm. the same format. I think w- the one that we talked about a week or two ago was pretty similar as well, and that was I think that was Burger King like Brazil too or something like that or Portugal, um, and you know it's kind of a little bit derivative now. Um, I mean, I like the concept. It's funny to see a bunch of Americans trying to choke down this mango habanero burger, <laughs> um, and then the and then the end when they see the guys just like eating it and laughing. It's it's pretty funny, um, but yeah, it's just kind of I think a little bit of the, the same sort of thing that they have been doing. But I think one thing that is cool about Burger King is it it lets these ideas uh you know grow by living in a lot of different places so i mean this may be kind of an old uh you know idea to us now at this point having had that net neutrality Mm -hmm. one you know two years back now but you know in the mexican market i don't know maybe they haven't uh they probably didn't they probably didn't have those other ads so uh i don't know i I think it's kind of cool um and you know they probably appreciated it making fun of americans (laughs) shit that we've done all right cool i didn't but um what are you you doing but yeah so i i I liked it though (laughs) 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 oh i don't know um but i i liked i but i did i did like the spot um but i'd like to see birds that i didn't think about um because definitely like net neutrality isn't necessarily as relevant to them because that was an, like a U.S. political issue at the time, and um, it's interesting. We'll see. Yeah. Well, oh, what were you gonna say, Zach? And like you were saying, I was gonna say, and to his point, consumers may be seeing this for the first yeah. time. We are seeing all of these together, mm-hmm. you know, and that gives us this sort of perspective, and that gives us this fatigue with the idea. Uh, But this is that classic argument, same Mm -hmm. thing when you're working in an agency and you've been working on building a new campaign for months and months. And by the time you get to release, sometimes the client 
is already over it because they've heard the same damn thing so many times. But in reality, the consumers have been, been introduced <laughs> to it yet, or they've only yeah, right. one. You know, and, like and that's Cole. I'm I'm mm-hmm. happy you brought that up because I we're almost exactly. doing that right here. Yeah. Granted, this is a little bit different because it's a a bunch of mm-hmm. ads in a row. So from a creativity and idea standpoint, they're starting to get repetitive. But on the consumer front. Uh, they're probably seeing this type of style for the first time or maybe second time, in which case I don't think it's that big of an issue. Yeah, that's fair. And I think the other point is, to a certain extent, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, this does feel Mm -hmm. like a formulaic thing that is very prone to go viral. You have people that are unaware they're being filmed Mm -hmm. that are being surprised by something, and then we're seeing their reactions live and genuine. Um so it's like all right burger king knows how to get a video to go viral on youtube and have grandma share it on facebook yeah, so right. <laughs> you know it's it's working mm-hmm. um but we would like a little bit more creativity i guess yeah. maybe change it up show us something we haven't seen like mcdonald's in sweden shout out sweden as always Ooh. you have our heart we don't sweden. have <laughs> our physical selves yet but you know maybe we'll do a live recording in sweden one day say, can we say our favorite nordic country sweden is don't that... even tell them that yes. Cole. they're our Hands favorite down. european country oh my god maybe even country in the world they could surpass the i was US. just gonna say maybe just <laughs> <country>. <laughs> we have to have a, a regional favorite in each uh... power rank our different <laughs> countries yeah. of listeners that's coming it's coming soon uh, shout out sweden you have our hearts um it's been a year since mcdonald's launched its mcdelivery takeout service there which by the way great name way to lean into it um they're essentially partnering with nord ddb um to promote it in a unique way now everyone knows about those takeout flyers you get slid under your apartment door or you see on your car window or somehow float through an air vent and land in your lap while you're sitting on your couch watching tv in your apartment they're everywhere and you don't know where they come from but you just know that they're always going to be there and there's something weirdly comforting about that well mcdonald's is stepping into that fray because you may not think to open up an app and order something from mcdonald's when you're at home but you'll always have those flyers so they're essentially doing four different artistically like styled takeout menus based off of different things such as like sushi thai pizza and indian food uh and they've essentially made mcdonald's versions of those uh and they're just distributing them around sweden Mm -hmm. very simple not much to digest here but sometimes the smallest bites are the most delicious what do you think sometimes the smallest bites are the most delicious amazing um (laughs) go to any michelin star restaurant small plate with great takes um (laughs) This rem- not that I've been at one, you know. <laughs> not that we, yeah. This reminds me of the uh, the point I brought up for the BMWs parked in front of the the houses. Yeah. Uh, from a tactic standpoint, mm-hmm. it reminds me of that pretty similarly. It's it's meeting customers where they're at. The objective behind these is to get these menus in front of people who are looking to order takeout. So they skinned them to match that style. Uh, to fit right in with the rest of the takeout menus. Uh, Little did you know after you start reading it that it's McDonald's and McDelivery. Uh, So from a tactical standpoint, I think that's a super smart move uh, just to get in front of the the people they want to be getting in front of and the people they want to come and use the app. And then from a design standpoint, I think these are are very well done. 
I encourage all of you to go take a look at them because they do look very, uh, very realistic. They look like they would fit yeah. right in with all of the with all of the takeout menus. So, not much to say. It's simple, and like you said, it's it's a good execution. It's like the alternate universe, you know, where like McDonald's wasn't a burger place, but it was like sushi yeah. fast food, <laughs> like all exactly. the equivalents. You know, it's like <laughs> it's pretty funny. But uh, Cole, dive in here. Uh, what's uh, what's your what are you buying here? What are you doing? <laughs> well, I I really enjoy the ads, and um, I think it's cool because I don't know. One thing that I always like is when you kind of when brands can kind of reimagine themselves in like different contexts, and I think that this does a really cool job of that for McDonald's, it's especially a good soundbite. Yeah, especially because the um, you know the arches are so kind of synonymous with McDonald's, and I think what we've seen them do recently is kind of try to change that up a little bit. Um, you know, they had um, they had a lot of out-of-home ads recently that they put, I think, around Europe and other places that were kind of, um, I don't know, making the M sort of, like, abstract in a way, you know, kind of, like, pushing the brand outwards a little bit and redefining kind of what McDonald's can look like. And I think this is kind of, like, another step in that. Um, and it's kind of cool to see, you know, McDelivery, you know, it's something that you can do through, like, Uber Eats, which I think is such of like kind of like a futuristic, like, oh, how we'll be getting, you know, delivering food in the future, eventually drones or, you know, something like that. But the menu itself is imagined as like kind of a classic takeout menu. Um, and I think that that's really kind of fun. And I mean, you think about those takeout menus that, you know, people uh, put them on their fridge and stuff like that. And these ones are definitely cool enough. I think I would I would do that if I had them. Um, oh, I would. We, we've yeah. been joking so- offline that you know, I bit the bullet and went and tasted mustard ice cream. So Zach needs to go to Mexico to taste the uh, the habanero burger for salad. Maybe and I think maybe Cole, you should go to Sweden and get a takeout menu for us. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, my Salad's going international. <laughs> hey, man, once my PTO kicks in, <laughs> oh, there you I'll go. figure it out. <laughs> It is an interesting point, though. Maybe this is something to explore in a later episode. If we can find an interviewer who knows more about it than we do, or we can do some research on it. But there's something interesting about you think about brand guidelines and how I feel like historically or as at least as far as we were learning, you know, and seeing when we were kind of starting to get into this space, the brands were very strict with their brand guidelines you don't change the logo, you don't modify stuff. But it seems like a lot of brands over the last year and a half, two years have really started experimenting with like using their logos as their ads and like messing around with them, changing them. Doritos even dropped their logo at one point and Coke did too. Um, mm-hmm. well, so what was it? MasterCard? Just the now two they're circles. just like yeah, two and circles. Then McDonald's here is just changing their <laughs> brand identity for a campaign. You know, it, does I wonder if that relates to like the fashion industry that's in right now with like a lot of collabs and different drops, you know what I mean? Where there's always a different look if we've been conditioned to enjoy things that are different now that brands are starting to realize that and capitalize on that too. I don't know what it is behind it, but it is interesting to see how, uh, especially in the fast food space, a lot of brands are starting to play with their design and change it around depending on the, the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on. Two, I hope you all are ready out there for this. It's a new Wendy's spot. <laughs> Just going to set the stage Hopefully. for you here. 
Let's put the table. Let's set the table up. Oh, how the turntables on the enemies of Wendy's <laughs> in Feast of Legends, the tabletop role-playing game, where you are set in the kingdom of Fresh Tovia. That's right, Fresh Tovia. It's a 97-page illustrated full-color PDF that you can download and supplies all the info necessary to play the game. You need one person, the game master, to run it and two to four others to play it. You may be thinking, what is this, Dungeons and Dragons? And I don't necessarily know because I've never played it, but you're wrong. This is Freshtovia we're talking about here, where you use paper and pencil to defend the Order of the Baconator and fight villains like the Ice Jester and the rule of the Twin Cities of Carl. That's right. You may be thinking, what is this, the Lake of John Silvers or the Temple of Panda? <laughs> no, but there are tongue-in-cheek references to them. And you better believe there's a statue of Emperor Dave with a spatula in hand right in the center of the town where it begins. Do you want to go on a quest sent to you by Queen Wendy? I think you do. Now, this is done by Wendy's in-house agency, um, but you better believe we're going to play it. And we will shoot some content of it next time Zach Cole and I are in the same space because holy shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should. Um, it's absolutely bonkers. Zach, you know, just dive in. I've set the stage. What do you think? <laughs> you took a lot of the words right out of my mouth. Um, I was going to start what I'm here for. about a lot of those tongue-in-cheek <laughs> references. But I want to go back to a 97-page illustrated full-color PDF. It's a fat deck. That is a lot of work. Um, and that's what I think is most impressive to me about this whole thing is that this is a a huge undertaking from a game standpoint. You have to illustrate 97 pages and it's completely packed full of all of these tongue-in-cheek references like you said, uh, Lake of John Silvers, Temple of Panda, slight subtle jabs at other fast food giants in the market, Twin Cities of Carl, um and then like of course the order of the baconator thing is awesome so to me i love the world that they've created for this uh reminds me a little bit of where we're at with burger king and all of these medieval you know spins that are or sorry not burger king uh but like oh yeah, yeah. another beat like, huh? you know they're so similar yeah you know <laughs> um, only interesting marketing happens in the me. food category lately it's fine explains <laughs> why i'm hungry all the time <laughs> fast food specifically <laughs> um <laughs> but I'm just I'm just impressed by the amount of energy and effort they put into this. I said something very similar when we talked about the KFC game last week. Was that last week or two weeks uh, ago? Whenever it weeks, was. My my main point to that was also the fact that you've got to put in a lot of time, energy, and effort to create something of this size and to to create an entire game with real game rules that's actually playable in order to you know create this ad or and with this experience. level of quality and to me that's impressive and to make it yeah, free exactly like, what? Are... <laughs> yeah uh-huh. it's there's a ton of work and i i'm sure there's a it lot of really thinking good. that would into uh the amount of people that get to play it and the, you know the value they'll get out of of creating something of this size but to me every time i see one of these game activations or these these game experiences I'm I'm just impressed by their scope. <laughs> That's kind of all I have to say about this one is I'm just impressed by the scope and 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 the amount of detail they went into and and yeah. yeah that's that's well, kind of we it. were talking about too before we started recording like 
it's interesting how everyone is doing these now. But the funny thing is like, all of these are so in depth, you know, that none of them were capitalizing on this trend because they saw another brand doing it. Yes. It's like yes. all of their strategists were just simultaneously thinking game. And then like all the production that went into it. Now they're all launching like one after another. It's kind of funny to see. Uh, and it but, is fun to see the different routes they've taken. You yeah. Know, KFC creates a mm-hmm. dating, an online dating game. Wendy's creates a tabletop RPG. RPG. Gosh, I can't talk today. <laughs> it just shows how uh, how important those gaming audiences are to the fast food brand. Honestly, and how they're <laughs> all integrating say, yeah. with Twitch too is to it, get them shown. Hey, they finally realized, and I've been saying this on the podcast for a while, but they finally realized that their Gen Z audience is in Twitch. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm, I'm glad it's there. You go. Glad it's being seen. Hey, we're we're out there. We're out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I guess I'll give my. I'll give my cold take on this. Um, this is Wendy's cold. It's only sizzling. <laughs> okay, true. Fresh, never the frozen. So in, no frozen takes, cold. <laughs> no frozen takes. Um, I don't know. I think <laughs> I think it's a cool opportunity. But I, honestly, with all of the work that they did to creating this huge campaign, I think honestly, I know that we mentioned Dungeons and Dragons before. And I'll admit, I have played it once or twice. I've never like made a campaign or anything, but I kind of jumped in, and basically, um, it seem it seems like um, what they do here is they they take uh, they partner with Dungeons and Dragons, so they use very uh-huh. similar rule set, um, and so kind of the whole thing with Dungeons and Dragons is like you can make your own campaign, so to speak. So each story is different for the dungeon master, as you uh-huh. said. And so it kind of lets people then put their own spin on these Wendy's characters. So it's like you can take this whole world that Wendy's has built and then make a campaign out of it or something like that. And so you can actually have people kind of creating their own things sort of with this adaptation. And I will say it it does seem like a lot of work has gone into this. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, 90, what do you say, 97 pages or 67 pages? It was 97 pages. Yeah, that's insane a s- insane amount of work <laughs> that went into that it kind of reminds me of like when mcdonald's when we were young and mcdonald's had that tv show with all their characters and i'm wondering when we're going to get back to that point of just having full-fledged video content of like these worlds they're starting i mean to build. some brands some brands are doing it already it's crazy yeah. but yeah i think it's a cool idea if it, if it gains traction time. i mean this it's it's getting uh, earned media in a lot of different places, so people will probably I mean, see hell, it. Worst case, we will play. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll get together and film ourselves playing the Colonel Sanders game, and then once once we're we'll back in Arizona, one. we'll game night, we'll game night with fast food company, and then we'll, we'll order KFC, and we'll order, <laughs> order Wendy's too. Wait, wait, can't? Oh my, wait, that just sounds so good. <laughs> And it's like fast approaching lunchtime, oh, yeah. even though it's only yeah. nine a.m. Fast approaching lunch now. <laughs> yes. Uh, not to be outdone though, Sprite has come up with a new digital out of home campaign in Brazil, mm-hmm. and it's pretty fucking great. Um, partnering with Widen uh, Sao Paulo, um, they have this new Stay Fresh campaign, which is essentially meant to 
spice up your commute. You're stuck in traffic. You're waiting for a train and it's late and you're just bored and frustrated. And these ads are just meant to kind of like make you, you know, lighten up your day. Um, They'll kind of refresh you. To quote the creative director behind the campaign, they won't take the problems out of your head, but they'll have a good refresh. Um, (laughs) It'll also have some MTV ad breaks as well as radio um, sponsorships. But the heart of the ads are these short, some are six seconds, some are 10 seconds long, these short little videos. One is a Sprite can spilled over and then the Sprite has pulled up into three dancing figures to like a really good beat. Another is like an animated guy that kind of looks like um, the boring guy from Deadpool 2. Can't remember his name, Um, but just standard comb over with a mustache, pulls up in his car, puts on sunglasses, his eyebrows roll up as he takes a sip of Sprite and he just starts bopping in the car. Um, it's little things like that. Um, and it's just kind of a fun, you watch them and you just kind of can't help but move and like kind of like feel the infectious energy. So job well done by them because that's the whole point of the campaign. What do you think, Zach? Um, these are by far my favorite of the day. And it is because they're just a nice, quirky piece of content that does exactly what they say it's going to do. Uh, when he talks about they won't take the problems out of your head, but they'll have a good refresh. I think that is that's perfect because when I watched these and I watched all of them in a row, so I got to see all I think there were 10 of them in all. And I encourage you all to go to go watch the 10 of them because each one of them has its own little quirkiness to it. Um, But when I was watching them, it did just give me a totally different feeling, you know, like each one of them just made me smile or laugh or giggle or chuckle, whatever it was. Uh, Every one of them had their own little world that they had created that I, I was in for a couple seconds that took me out of, of what I was thinking. It, the line that the creative director had also used was fresh drops are like a sip of Sprite in your day. And putting it in those terms, I think is perfect because it was just like taking a little, a little bite sized sip. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, like that bite sized sips, the new thing um, of Sprite and just being in that moment for just a moment. And then it snaps out of it with that, uh, fresh drops and Sprite. And so I, I thoroughly enjoyed these. There's not a lot to them from a, like, they're not pushing much, you know, there's not a, a huge idea behind them. They're just fun little pieces of content, uh, that I enjoy. And that's that. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, nice. And I mean, I think, I think that's totally fine. And I think that's totally on point. Um, because what the ads themselves were kind of meant to give people something to look at in traffic, to get them kind of, you know, excited or, you know, kind of bring some light and uh, life into people's days. And I mean, I think that that totally falls in line with Sprite and kind of what they've been doing recently. What is it? Um, I forget exactly what their line is, but, you know, it's, it's a lot of that. It, open no, happiness no, that's yeah nope, that's <laughs> i was gonna say that's that's their parent company but <laughs> but point being, point being that um you know you see a sprite ad and you want it to be refreshing you want it to kind of spice up your day you want those uh that carbonation on your tongue you know there's no caffeine in it but it's still giving you a little boost it's still making you excited you, know, you can mix it with something i don't know but like um, <laughs> I think, you know, like lemonade, oh, oh. <laughs> lemonade. but, um, <laughs> but um, I, and I think that these ads kind of capture that spirit of Sprite while kind of adapting that, 
that format in a variety of uh, fun, different ways. You know, kind of some fun, unbridled creativity right there. So. I am That's glad to fun. see, like, I feel like this summer was inundated with big brand statements. And those are great. And we've talked about why that matters. But also, like, it ignores a whole section of advertising, which is just smart executional things that are on strategy and execute interestingly in a creative sense that mm-hmm. just serve its purpose really exactly well. What this is. And I'm glad to see that's kind of what ended up happening with this week. There's a lot of stuff out there that we're like, eh, feels like they're trying too hard or feels like it's missed the mark. Or, But then we saw these and it was like, okay, these are really nice, simple executional pieces. Um, and it's exciting to see those getting covered too, because I think uh, that equally matters. So yeah. It was an exciting, exciting little take today. Uh, and it's been fun being here with both of you, as always. So as we always. won't be back this Thursday. A little bit of a busy week for us, but um, we're in the works on some exciting deep dives that we will have hopefully for you next Thursday. But in the meantime, Bite Size Takes, as always, will be back again on Tuesday. So tune in next week and we'll uh, we'll talk again soon. All right. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you on. Do you want to say that again, Cole? Because you like your audio skipped. I'll see you on. Wasn't, wasn't as good the second, second time. time. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> I like how we both we both went for that. That's <laughs>